0: Midwest, let's go. Hip-hop Welcome hip-hop in to a new I'll edition of the it, Denver it's Nuggets it's Daily, it's daily it's Podcast. I am TJ McBride, your host, and I am sitting next to Brendan Vote. Tell a little about, a little bit about yourself
1: real quick, man. Hey man, good to be in the building. First time in the studio. I came over from Dig in Denver, a little fan blog that's run. You might have seen it on Twitter. I'm new to the city, but uh, Helping TJ out with the Nuggets coverage, dude. I'm having a blast.
0: Yeah, so Brendan is going to be very much so included in everything that we do at Mile High Sports for Nuggets coverage, and Nilo Pier will be focusing a lot on Rocky stuff as well as Nuggets stuff. So to kind of bridge that gap, I turned to Brendan to kind of be that guy. You'll be hearing him on podcasts. we will be seeing him in videos. You'll be seeing him doing a little bit of everything. He's got articles on articles up on his Twitter already. What's your Twitter again real quick? Tell everybody.
1: B-Vote 422. Give me a follow. I'm no TJ McBride, but <laughs> I do know what I'm talking about a little bit. I don't think anybody wants to be a TJ
0: McBride, <laughs> yeah. but let's get into this because this is kind of an emergency pod, a very late emergency pod, if we're going to be honest, but there's a really interesting article that was published by Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, almost a Yahoo sports of ESPN. <laughs> where saying that the, All of a sudden, Charlotte is willing to open up trade talks about Kemba Walker. And I thought it was really interesting because Kemba Walker has always been a guy that I have really wanted to see alongside Nikola Jokic as as a basketball fan. I just love the way that their games complement each other, which we'll get into a lot more later. But the most interesting part about this story is that the reason that that they're trying to move on from Kemba Walker is to attach some kind of big contract to Kemba Walker to kind of get out from underneath a lot of this money.
1: Right. And obviously, when you're trading Kemba Walker, the ideal scenario would be to get some sort of blue chip guy in return or a true star. That's not going to happen, right? It
0: doesn't seem that way, especially once you open up an open bidding war where you're like, listen, we're bad. We're not going to get better. We're cap strapped. We don't have anywhere to go but staying right here. And we have a ton of veterans that are on long term contracts with tons of money.
1: So if Woj's reporting is accurate, which we should assume it is, right? they're doing the right thing by recognizing that they have a very little leverage here. So trying to attach one of those contracts, we're talking about guys like Dwight Howard, uh, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, and uh,
0: Nicholas Batum will be on Marvin that list. Williams is well. in that list,
1: right? So yes, again, so they're doing the, the smart thing here, moving on from the guy who's been the face of their franchise for seven years now, and they want to start a real rebuild. They want to get these contracts off the books. So TJ,
0: where does Denver come in here? So I think what where this becomes interesting for Denver is that first of all they need another point guard that's just right. a very clear statement Emmanuel Moutier has not been that guy Will Barton has been has done an admirable job at doing so but he is not necessarily a point guard no. he is playing out of position and then Jamal Murray is just learning how to become a point guard on the fly while everyone else is trying to figure out how to play around them.
1: And frankly it feels like Murray is more of a scoring guard a two guard. He is and yeah. in, in the
0: new age of the NBA he is a point guard but True. at the same time he's not a bald dominant guy you can go to when you need a bucket when you need to calm things down offensively when you need to get back on track and the Nuggets have lacked that guy all year and we do know that they're interested in obtaining
1: that guy we've seen that they've been interested in names like uh, Eric Bledsoe around draft time George Hill has come up and don't forget about those Kyrie rumors that were so
0: I don't know if this has been reported but the Nuggets absolutely put an offer on the table for Kyrie Irving they weren't going to build on that on the offer that they put down I don't know exactly what the offer was but the Nuggets did go in to see if they could find a way to go grab Kyrie Irving so this is not a new thing they uh, they went after George Hill and free agency they really were interested in his services as well before he ended up signing and going to the Kings for just absolutely no idea why he did that but that opens up the opportunity for the Nuggets to now potentially be able to get a high-caliber point guard in Kemba Walker at the same time as not giving up a blue-chip player because if you're going to take back this amount of money from different, from the Charlotte Hornets when they're trying to get off all this future money, you aren't going to send back an elite-level prospect when doing that. You're taking on the burden of that money. So for that, you do not want to be sending out blue-chip players. So I'm not sure how many guys are going to get up in line to give the Hornets a blue-chip prospect for or Campbell Walker if they are attaching this salary to
1: it. Right, that's a good point, TJ. And I think one of the first reactions we saw on Twitter when this news came out was fans were a little hesitant for any deal that would include Murray or Harris. To your point, I don't think that's going to happen, right? Like If Charlotte wants to attach these big contracts to the deal, they're not going to get one of those guys back. So, as you were saying, if other teams are approaching this the same way, if other teams are not stepping up and offering Charlotte that can't pass on deal, that can't miss deal, excuse me, the Nuggets do have some room here to play around, toss them some assets and take on one of those big contracts.
0: And that's the thing. Let, let, let's just talk about the assets that the Nuggets have that they could move on from. Obviously, everybody like I opened up a poll to see if the Nuggets want if anybody would want the Nuggets to trade for Kemba Walker. Moody and, and Farid. Moody and Farid is not enough to get. It's Kemba not happening. Walker. It's <laughs> not happening. But with that being said, Kenneth Farid is an asset that's worth trading. Wilson Chandler is an asset that's worth trading. Daryl Arthur can be traded. Will Barton, while it would hurt, he's a guy who could be traded. Moody obviously in a a point of his career where he just isn't getting better in Denver and it may just be time for greener pastures somewhere else for him so he's a guy who could get moved Trey Lyles is an interesting conversation it's one I want to have on this podcast because yes he's been phenomenal he's been great he's been firing for this Nuggets team and he has been largely what has allowed this Nuggets team to stay above water without Paul Millsap in the fold you needed that power forward presence
1: but he's been regressing to the mean a little bit right I believe he's 3-15
0: in his last three point attempts he's not quite the same dude he was never going to shoot no. 48% from three. That yeah. was just insane. It was a very fun couple of months, but it wasn't going to last.
1: No, The takeaway from that was that he's a better player than we saw in Utah. He yes. was never going to be that player over the course of 82.
0: You finally see him not shoot 30% from the field. There You're you like, hey, look, you can do it. Right. So my thinking when it comes to Trey Lyle as, as an asset is that when has his value ever been this high, and is it ever going to get this high? That's a good it point. could get that high. I'm not arguing that he couldn't get better, but at the same time, right now, People are blown away at his productivity considering what he's been able to pull off. So for me, Trey Lyles is a guy that you could sell very high on right now and be able to insert into a deal to go improve your roster.
1: Okay, so devil's advocate, do you want to? We're talking about the power forward position. We're talking about Lyles, who's only 22 years old. Yes, we know Millsap's the starting power forward when he's healthy, but that's a three-year deal with a team option on the third. He's an older guy. He's sort of the odd man out in terms of the core and the youth. So, do they want an under, understudy? Is that valuable enough to the Nuggets to say, maybe not? On- I don't know. It's
0: tough because the w- the way you look at Trey Lyles' contract down the line is that he has a couple more years on a rookie contract, but then you're going to have to sign him the same time that you have to sign the True. likes of Jamal Murray. You have to end up getting Wancho to stick around for a longer period of time. So he does throw a wrench into the financial equation for the Nuggets down the line because the Nuggets have left very particular gaps in their future spending to allow for extensions for their younger core. So bringing in a just complete random Trey Lyles where, he, yes, he blew up on the scene, but now you need to pay him can throw a wrench into that equation, right. so I do think trading him. While I'm not advocating that you just trade him to trade him, but using him as a sweetener in a deal, being that he has so much team control left, being that he can be so productive, he's a versatile, you know, wing and big who can hit threes and attack closeouts. That's a very valuable asset to send along with somebody. And
1: I'm going to reference a fake trade you put out on Twitter this morning. We'll we'll give the details on that in a second. But I see your thinking now in that maxing on Ly- Lyles's value potentially, selling high on him because again. Charlotte's not gonna get a blue chip guy back if they want someone to take on like a Marvin Williams. The Nuggets are the team that could take on Marvin while still off throwing them a bone, right? Someone yes. like Lyles who's as close to a young Hall, right, as the Charlotte can expect at this point. And
0: then let's just say you don't end up moving Barton because we do know that Connolly is very close with Barton and that those two have a very good connection together. Malik Beasley is a guy that has not gotten enough run in Denver that could be a sweetener in a deal like this. And you can go down the list. I mean, there's a lot of different ways for the Nuggets to be able to build a deal.
1: There's a young man who has potentially some value on the market who has fallen out of the rotation in Denver Juan Juancho Hernan Gomez. That's another name I want to talk yes. about a little Juancho bit. Juancho
0: Hernan Gomez is an interesting situation because he, he was thought of very highly at the end of last season. But after getting mono and the recovery sense then, because people don't realize, when you get mono, you lose weight and strength and cannot move for six to eight weeks, and then you suddenly have to get immediately back to nba and there was
1: already some question about whether or not wancho was in nba shape he actually played international ball yeah and he played summer
0: league ball as well right before it
1: and that's also time away from the team not just a conditioning thing so it was an imperfect storm of circumstances for Wancho. As bad as it could
0: have for Wancho, if we're going to be honest. You
1: can hear it, not just a quick tangent, when Malone talks about Wancho, he'll use descriptors like poor Wancho, right? He's not thrilled to be sticking this guy at the end of the bench, but that's just sort of the way the cookie is crumbled. So you wonder, is he
0: the type of guy who has some... value in a, in a similar way to Lyles. And I know that you feel like he could be a nice sweetener in a deal. I don't. I feel like you're not going to get what you want for a guy of Wancho's caliber for how much the Nuggets believe in Wancho and his skill set. Considering where he is right now, I don't know if that would be sound draft asset management to move him in a deal without knowing what you're getting and being that you're not going to get much value for him.
1: Right. Especially if Lyles is also in that deal. You exactly. need one or the other.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's what that's what's very nice about this Nuggets team is that even if you trade one one of these bigger name guys like a Wilson Chandler a guy like Trey Lyles, a guy like Will Barton, you have guys like Juancho Hernan Gomez, Malik Beasley, Richard Jefferson, Torrey Craig Tyler that can Wyden. slide right <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about this anymore. That can slide right into this rotation and be right. able to produce for this team in a similar way. Not the same right. way. No one's the same guy, but there is a potential for that. So I think that's, there's a lot of situations where the Nuggets do have the potential not only to make a deal, they have the assets to win a deal and they have the need to get a guy I like Kemba Walker on this team. Let's talk about
1: your deal for a second uh, So if Denver is gonna take a contract back the one you picked out was Marvin
0: Williams Do you want to explain why so I think that so the, the trade that I ended up putting together? Was going to be Trey Lyles will Barton Wilson Chandler and then Darrell, and Arthur. Then Darrell Arthur The reason that I chose those individual players was that I feel like if you send those guys and you bring back a guy like Marvin Williams with Kemba Walker, you can mitigate the fact that you lose wing depth by losing Wilson Chandler and Will Barton. Mm. So losing those two, obviously you're going to be hurt on the wing. I mean Wilson Chandler is your starting three and then Will Barton has been a jack of all trades one through three for this team. Marvin Williams is a power forward who can stretch and play a lot outside on the perimeter as well as be a very switchable defender.
1: He's much closer to Trey Lyles than people. In fact, he's actually a, a better three-point shooter than Trey Lyles at this point of the season. Somewhat similar seasons, 43 games played for Marvin 40 for Lyles 26 minutes for Marvin 20 for Lyles but the three-point attempts are similar 3.7 a game for for Williams 3.1 for Lyles and Williams actually shoots it a little bit better from beyond the arc so this is actually a similar fit yes and so you'd be talking about capitalizing on the Lyles mania if you will to get back a guy who's who's somewhat similar and then a true star in Kemba
0: and then you also with Marvin Williams he's a guy who has been around the league for a while he's a veteran-esque presence and he's a switchable defender he's a better defender than Trey Lyles is in my opinion so you not only keep that three-point shooting and the spacing that you have with the Trey Lyles but you also get that defensive versatility with him that I think can be very very beneficial to this team on top of that let's say let's keep rolling with this exact trade so who starts at small forward without Wilson Chandler? Well, there are quite a few guys, actually. Richard Jefferson played 20-plus minutes a night for a championship-caliber Cleveland team starting at small forward for him. He is a guy who could play that role. You have Tory Craig, who has shown that you can get good minutes from him and knows how to play within his role.
1: Right, and that's another good thing about the trade. You proposed it would open up a roster spot, which I ideally, yes. obviously, Demers is going to try to do here especially if you're moving on from Wilson Chandler, Torrey Craig needs to be on the roster moving forward.
0: I agree, and the Nuggets love Torrey Craig, and it's very clear that that is what they are going for. They want Torrey Craig to be on this team full-time. So doing a 4-for-2 or a 3-for-2 kind of trade will open up that roster spot to keep Torrey Craig around for the long term, which is what the Nuggets, the front office, and the coaching staff want to do long-term. So let's
1: talk about why Charlotte would do this deal. Okay, obviously Trey Lyles is sort of the centerpiece there. We should also mention you included the 2018 first round pick from Denver. I did yes and that's unprotected
0: I mean y- yes I mean you can make it lottery protected the uh, if, if the Nuggets go get Kemba Walker and miss the playoffs with Paul right. Millsap Kemba Walker yeah. and Nikola Jokic you have bigger problems than not having that first round pick agreed so the reason I put that first round pick in is that Marvin Williams does carry some value as a player obviously and the contract isn't nearly as much of an albatross as a Dwight Howard or a Nicholas Batum by the way do not say that the Nuggets should take back Dwight Howard as a bench big do not even bring it to my keep mentions keep that out of our Twitter keep, feeds just. keep yeah. Dwight Howard as far from this young Nuggets core as you can possibly get him. I want nothing to do with that. Just
1: new rule for Nuggets Twitter for this next week here while we sort this thing out. Uh, Moody, Farid, and Howard, I just don't want to hear those three names. Let's just let's just keep them yeah, out of the discussion. I, I agree with that. Yeah.
0: So Marvin Williams is a guy who is going to be productive. He's only making $13 million a year over three years, so it's not this insane albatross of a contract. So it is a lot of money, $13 million a year, but it's not Dwight Howard, who is what, what is Dwight on a hundred million dollar year over the next three years, something like that. Just an is. absolutely obscene contract. I want nothing to do with that. Two so. years,
1: fifty million for a guy who's just going to er- erode your locker room exactly. From the out. Yeah. So
0: I am willing to send that first round pick to incentivize and also separate the Nuggets from the pack in terms of getting Kemba Walker, because you're also getting Marvin Williams as a guy who can really help you down the line and be a guy who can stick around for the next few years and isn't going to completely strap you cap wise.
1: And if you're Charlotte. Okay, Will Barton, that's an expiring, so you know he's not coming back. Chandler and Arthur, are there options on they those? They each
0: have player options on their deal. I would not be surprised to see Darrell Arthur pick up his, I think it's $6.8 million in his last year for his player option. Wilson Chandler, I could almost, like at this point, I have heard rumblings around the league that Wilson Chandler is inevitably opting out, even with his with the even Nuggets or staying. not. If he goes to Charlotte for a half year, I would almost bet everything I have that he is going to opt out of that deal. So that's
1: essentially two expiring for Charlotte. Then you just take on one a couple seasons of Arthur, you get Trey Lyles and a pick in return.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get two young assets and Trey Lyles and a first-round pick. You get off of money with Wilson Chandler. You get a veteran guy in your locker room and Darrell Arthur, so you keep a veteran presence. And Will Barton, his bird rights still go with him. If they really like Will Barton, they could extend him the same way the Nuggets could. They have until June 30th to do so. True. So it's not like this is just like a complete, here's a bunch of players so we can have Kemba. There are very, very clear ways this helps the uh, the Charlotte Hornets. On top of that, the money actually gets helped for Denver as well. Because you yeah, Yes, Marvin Williams and Kemba Walker are going to be making about $25 million between the two of them for the next two years. Nikola Jokic is going to end up getting—the team will decline the team option for Nikola Jokic, so he goes into restricted free agency so that he can get a max contract from Denver next year. So that'll be this coming offseason. You need to get off of Wilson Chandler and Darrell Arthur in some capacity to be able to do that— Completely assuredly, and that is only if Will Barton extended. Being that Will Barton leaves in this deal, and you also get off the money of Wilson Chandler and Darrell Arthur long term, who both would likely pick up their options in in Denver. So that
1: Barton extension comes off of Denver's books. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Which it wouldn't be right now, anyway. There's no cap hold for that, but that is something you have to at least account for if you're going to look at their financial situation because there is the potential for him to sign that contract immediately. Right. So it does actually help the Nuggets open up some extra cap space potentially down the line i haven't gotten into crazy in depth in numbers this is a pretty recent thing but it does seem like it could help denver financially while also helping charlotte financially while giving charlotte young players and giving denver the Veteran players, they need to make a run. I'm I'm all in with getting Kemba Walker. If you can't tell, well, let, <laughs> like, I'm all in on this. I love Kemba Walker. We were gonna
1: we were making the rundown for this, and we were thinking about talking about how Kemba fits in Denver. I think it's pretty obvious he's Kemba Walker. He's Kemba. That's Walker. the extent of like, the. He <laughs> is the 89th percentile
0: <laughs> in terms of pick and roll offense, and that's without passing. This is just scoring. He's in the 89th percentile at over a point per possession as the pick and roll ball handler. On top of that, he's great in transition when it comes to dribble handoffs he's in the 78th percentile and
1: I think the thing people like about him reading Twitter is that he is one of those dudes. He is a closer. He's a guy you'd give the ball to in the fourth, which, as we've seen lately, <laughs> is an issue for Denver. I don't yes. think it needs to be Will Barton. And going And don't forward.
0: get me wrong, like Paul Millsap could be that guy, and I think he can be that guy. But when you have Kemba Walker, Nikola Jokic, and Paul Millsap on a floor together, you don't get to choose who you defend at that point. You almost
1: forget Millsaps on
0: this team. It's sometimes, insane to right? me that, that people know. forget this still, but it's true. People do forget that they have you know a, you know an All NBA four time All all-star just waiting in the, in the droves to come out and really cause some chaos
1: so you and i are all hyped on this one fake trade which is obviously not how this would go down <laughs> exactly. so let's play devil's advocate for a second um why would denver not want to do this or a better way of, uh, of because it's Kemba, so they would what <laughs> better way of phrasing this what's the risk you're moving on from a 2018 first round pick that's the big risk for me and another part of this Is Kemba Walker, there's two years left on this deal, right? There's this year and next year. Yeah. And then he enters unrestricted free agency, correct? Yes. So are you going to give up a first round pick? And are you going to relegate a player who's developed really well this year in Jamal Murray to the bench
0: for two years for a guy who is Kemba going to stay? I don't think it matters if he stays. And if and if the Nuggets win, he'll want to stay anyway. Like, I'm throwing out the whole unrestricted part of this because the Nuggets have put themselves in a position once they went out and got Paul Millsap that you are now in win-now mode. Like, you have these requirements, you have these expectations on you that you have not had in five years. Like, you need to now... Get up and show that you can be that team. And what if we always complain about this Nuggets team? They don't take that step to being a real, true contender. I know. They don't take the risk to do so. Everyone's always complaining about, you let Danilo Gallinari walk for nothing. Wilson Chandler could walk for nothing. Kenneth Faridji had been traded four years ago. All of these things this is a deal that yes it's a risk but this absolutely puts them in the top five or six seed in the western conference and then considering that there's a degenerative tendon disorder in Kawhi Leonard's hip all of a sudden or quad you could be looking that if you go on a run there is opportunity to find yourself five or four seed
1: let's not get ahead of ourselves a lot of steps in between of here course and there is, we're also is, talking about being the Spurs in a playoff a window. series okay. there
0: is a window that has not existed for this Nuggets team in a long time and if you want to continue to build around Nikola Jokic. You need to show that you can win right now and that you are willing to go all in to win right now to continue bringing in more and more and more free agents down the line. And
1: there's certainly some pressure to do so, which I find fascinating. I because do too. I, So I'm not a born and raised Nuggets fan, right? I came over here to do this coverage. I'm new to the city. So I have a slightly different perspective on this. If you're just dropped in this timeline with no context for how the fans have felt over the prior decades then you're looking at Denver as a team that is sitting pretty in terms of waiting two or three years to develop organically while teams like Houston, Golden State, Cleveland finally move on. Um, do you really want – are we panicking, right? Is, is it, it feels are you, like a panic. It does. Is, is it a panic move to risk upsetting Murray moving on from a pick for a guy who might leave just to move up two or three seeds um, just to make the playoffs once? Yes. I Yes. Mean, you think it's worth it
0: I'm in on it yes I am and this is the thing like I understand the optics of now you're benching Jamal Murray and I get that but could you imagine how Jamal Murray would feast on second units considering how well he's played as a starter I love the idea I do too and the thing is too is that who would you what kind of consummate professional a guy who has had to work his way every single step of the way to become the lead guard that he is right now to mentor Jamal Murray that's freaking Kemba Walker right like sign me up I understand it's gonna to piss off Jamal Murray as it should. If you're an NBA player and you get a starting job taken from you, you should and be upset. He's about one that.
1: of those competitors. He He'll is? take that personally. The, the, the hope is that he just works that much harder, right? And that's
0: the thing. I I do not have any place in my brain that Jamal Murray will turn off his competitor style of play because he's frustrated. That is not who Jamal. No, Murray that's is. not who he is. You could put him on a concrete court in LA, or you could put him on the Pepsi Center floor. He's playing the exact same and way. He's laying out Every for the loose ball. Time. Yeah. Yes.
1: So here's a scenario in which I actually think. It, I'm almost afraid to bring this up. It helps to have Mike Malone as a coach. It does. I think one thing he's really brought to the table is keeping a young team engaged, keeping a young team bought into the message of playing hard for each other. We've seen multiple log jams at multiple positions this year. We have not seen one player who is quitting on their team or their coach?
0: Absolutely, that that's without a doubt true. Like, if anything, they're a little bit more involved to the point where they're so much so like wanting their players to play well that it's creating almost too much unselfishness. But that that's how much this team is really playing for each other, right. and I think that that will just continue to to I guess fester and build up within this team even if Jamal Murray ends up going to the bench at that point so I do think that it's going to be very interesting to see how this works out Uh, let's talk about what would be too much and too little for this deal because for me there are clear lines for what is giving up too much for a Kemba Walker deal in which you take back players so for me no Jamal Murray no Gary Harris off the table does not matter end of conversation I
1: agree that's the one way in which there is a, a clearly defined correct answer to this question if they're involved the answer is no
0: yeah, flat out. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, is there any other players? Obviously Nicole Jokic is not one of them. But any of these players that you would not include in a deal for Kemba Walker.
1: If I'm in charge of an NBA team, no. Just from a personal standpoint, yeah. I love me some Malik Beasley. Please never leave. But that's... I'm the same way as you. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to see
0: Malik go. <laughs> but, yeah. So let me ask you this, because you're like I'm a big advocate of always trying to keep first round picks as long as you can.
1: Yeah, I know. And I was that's why I was fascinated that you threw that in there yeah. because not three days ago we were talking about potential trades and this came out of your mouth you can't give up first round picks.
0: You want to know why I put it in?
1: Because it's Kemba Walker? No.
0: That's not actually. (laughs) So when I look at this roster, you have guys that are very, very young that have had zero opportunity to actually prove themselves yet. So I see when I look at Torrey Craig, when I look at a Malik Beasley, when I look at a Wancho Hernan Gomez, these are guys that I am sure of in my head that they are NBA players. Yeah, I agree. First round picks, you don't always know that. It's just a pick until it's a player. So for me, first round picks have the value of creating financial stability for teams who are captured strapped long term. The Nuggets have that with their young control players right now. So parting with one pick to get a player of Kemba Walker's caliber is something that I'm willing to do because of the young players that you're going to have regardless of how this deal ends up shaking out.
1: Right, and this is a team that's already built for the most part on draft picks and trades. It's very yes. few free agents signing. So.
0: There's very few players that would throw a first round pick in. Like Kyrie Irving was one of them, obviously. Right. Kemba Walker is one of them, but there's very few other guys out there like Marcus Smart. You're not getting a first round pick. One, like Things one, like that. One
1: thing I think is kind of interesting when the Kyrie rumors were swarmed. There was a bit of like, how will he fit in Denver from a playstyle perspective? And I just think it's interesting that I mean, I understand Kyrie is a score first dude. But uh, it's interesting how that question came up about Kyrie, but when it comes to Kemba, everyone's like, ah, nah, that'll work.
0: I don't get that because, like, if you watch the if you watch the Hornets play, this is what drives me absolutely goddamn bonkers. It's so frustrating to me is because they play with two bigs. They play a system where they run double high screens and dribble handoffs all the time. He plays in pick and pops. He plays in pick and rolls. He plays in spread pick and rolls. He plays in isolation, and he can play in dribble handoffs. What the hell are we talking about? Like right. offensively, <laughs> it is a very very clear picture of what Kemba Walker is going to do in Colorado no it'll work it would work they would be better
1: there's there's no that's not yet. in
0: in transition he scores 1.19 points per points per possession which is the 70th percentile in the overall half court not including passes which he is a good passer he's scoring almost a point per possession 0.95 at the 61 percentile like this is a dude who absolutely can handle this pick and roll including passes he's in the 88th percentile like this is a dude who will be able to open up spots for Gary Harris He's a guy who can play in the pick and roll with Paul Millsap. He can play in the DHO with Nikola Jokic. He can spot up and hit long threes if T- you need to.
1: TJ's pulling up play type data. I'm looking at Twitter. There's diff- Different <laughs> levels of research for this podcast. <laughs> it
0: just drives me crazy that people don't think it'll work. I get defensively, it makes you nervous. Well, this I don't I don't think people think that about Kemba. I think those
1: questions were were the case for Kyrie because yeah. he's a... A
0: nonchalant and, defender. Yes, to put it nicely.
1: And I also think it's kind of ironic in hindsight. Also, just the way he played offense, right? Would it would it ruin what the Nuggets have in this half court offense? What's kind of funny is that half court offense is gone anyway. Yeah, it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Yeah, so and he um, would help that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's no. If we're talking about it from a basketball perspective, the answer to this question is yes, Kemba Walker, please. But there's there's. I think the questions that remain are: Are you afraid to give up a first? And are you afraid to tick off Murray? And Is another team going to step up and say, you know what, Charlotte, I know you want to dump contracts. What if we just gave you this guy because we really want Kemba? Like, what are the other deals going to look like? Obviously, we can't answer that question, but that's one that lingers.
0: Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. It's going to be interesting because those questions can't be answered until he gets into Colorado, and that's the hard part about this. And I'm, and if it was me, like if I put on my GM shoes for the day, like that's a deal that I, that's a risk I would be willing to take. That's a calculated risk that improves this team exponentially while also help potentially make Jamal Murray an even better player, I mean, while also open up a roster spot for the coveted Tory Craig, and also open up more time for your younger players that have not gotten playing time like you want them to.
1: And while I like Will Barton, I don't have to listen to fans complain about him. <laughs> That would really yes. be the, that is absolutely the true horrible. win there. Yeah. So
0: the whole genesis of why Kemba Walker is being traded is because the because the Hornets, I keep wanting to say the Pelicans, I don't know why, the Hornets really want to get off of money. Which of their contracts are you not touching? Oh, Dwight. So Dwight Howard has two years, $23.5 million a year left on his deal. Nicholas Batum has four years left at $22.4 million a year. What do you think of Batum? I like Batoon, but he's fallen off a cliff. He's a he looks washed to me.
1: Right, and that's a lot more money to take on. I think it becomes a, a little more, more difficult. That scares it's
0: me for Jamal Murray's potential four extension. Four years, four years, yes. So for me, I'm scratching off Nick Batum because of the years. I'm scratching off Dwight Howard because his name's Dwight Howard and it's Dwight Howard, and I want nothing to do with Dwight Howard. Yeah, I, I, um. The, what do you think about Kid Gilchrist? Oh man, I'm not touching 13 million a year for a guy's j- jump shot who looks like that. I'm sorry, I'm just not doing it. He how do you, how do you really place. feel though? Man, <laughs> Michael Kid Gilchrist is a good defender. He's a hard worker. He's tenacious, and he is just a god awful, terrible offensive player. And I want nothing to do with so
1: it. So like, why you already have Wilson Chandler? So um,
0: yeah, and the thing is, like Marvin Williams is going to stretch the floor for you. He's not as good of a defender, but he's switchable. He's a guy who can play that stretch four role for you. You can start next to, to Nikola Jokic. You can have that right spacing. All of those things actually. Exist
1: quite similar to Trey Lyles. It, it,
0: I think he's a little bit better than Trey Lyles. Yeah, like, right. I really do. Yeah, like He's bigger and stronger and a better defender. So for me, I really like Marvin Williams in that way. And I really want to see Richard Jefferson and Torrey Craig be able to get some more uh, small four minutes. I think Richard Jefferson would be great for this team with a little bit more minutes. Man, I'm going back and forth
1: between is a first-round pick too much and, dude, it's Kemba Walker.
0: That's my problem. Yeah. Like, Kemba is just so good. Two years, only $12 million a year. That's less than Farid is getting right now. And
1: by the way, if you haven't watched the Hornets play, I don't necessarily blame you. Let's make one <laughs> One thing emphatically clear, their record is not Kemba's fault. The oh, on and off no. numbers, which I don't have in front of me, you could probably just check Matt Moore's Twitter feed at any point <laughs> yeah. in time. Um It's ridiculous. The problem is the bench. If he could play every minute, every night, they'd be like a f- mid-40 win team. Yeah, yeah cool. close well, to their end. bench so, right now
0: is Jeremy Lamb, Malik Monk, Frank Kaminsky, and then Michael Carter-Williams. Hard to believe so, that that's not working out. Yeah, isn't yeah. that weird how that just doesn't function for yeah. some reason? But Some
1: quality minutes for Dwayne Bacon.
0: So... I really do feel like this is a deal that the Nuggets should look into, and I feel like this is the type of deal that the Nuggets would also be willing to look into. The other interesting part of this, let's just say the Hornets are just gung-ho about including some other contract and they are not able to get a deal back that also includes another contract, right? The Nuggets, the way they got Paul Millsap on such a great deal, was by waiting out the market Yes. and just allowing things to happen. Being like, yes. you know what? We trust ourselves. I'm not worried. They deserve we'll a okay ton without. of credit for that. Yes, they by do. The way. That was awesome. So. Yeah. What I mean, I could absolutely see a thing where we talk about this on this podcast, and two and a half weeks go by, and we start really creeping on the trade deadline, and, it, and all of a sudden the Nuggets make a, make a move. It wouldn't surprise me.
1: Well, and you shouldn't be surprised, because I know the Nuggets' reputation is being a little passive, a little conservative, but th- think about the rumors, and we're calling them rumors, TJ and I can tell you, the Nuggets were in these conversations, the names that have come up, Eric Bledsoe, Kevin Love, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving. The Nuggets' front office is flirting with the idea of taking a home run swing in fact they tried to already so yeah you should not be surprised if they pull the trigger on this deal I think the real question is would would Charlotte want to do that uh, but, it, but And that's what it comes down to. Yeah, Because which,
0: all the fans that are in our mention saying that, like, just send Farid and Moody there's no reason that the Charlotte Hornets would want anything to do with either of those players you, right now. You
1: don't make the decision to part from your only good player, your only marketable player, a player that means a lot to your community and your fans. And a
0: player that loves Charlotte, too. Like, he was broken hearted when he heard that they were on the trade market today. for Emmanuel, Moody and Kenneth Free. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's just not happening. But... I think we're pretty much clear that I am all in on this deal. Are you as well? Would you be looking as much as you possibly can to get Kemba Walker in Colorado? All
1: right, I'm 75, do it, 25, 25. Uh, a little more hesitant.
0: So I put a poll up today about it. The Nuggets should trade for Kemba Walker and to reply with why. There's like 500, 600 votes that went in there. 59% said yes. 28% said no. 13% said indifferent. Does
1: that surprise you? Not at all. The fans have been wanting a move like this for a long time. That's we, true. We've had these conversations, these nuanced conversations about how would adding star X change the chemistry. Most of these fans don't care. Yeah. Get us a star, get us back into the playoffs. It would also help a lot with the attendance, man. <clears throat> Which I think has been a huge, and again, this think is the key word, just speculating, not reporting, been a huge, huge factor in all of these trade rumors we've heard. Like the Kevin Love one, for example. Like, well, that doesn't really make any sense. No, but it might put butts in the seats. And that is something that ownership has to worry about. Josh
0: Kroenke cares a lot about how this team is perceived in the macro sense around the league. And on the average, over the last
1: four years, no team has had worse attendance than the Nuggets. So yeah th- th- that's Although a real fact.
0: They're, they're the second highest team in terms of the most increase per fans per game in, in this year so far okay. they're getting 1500 more fans a game than they were last than they were year last per year. game that's insane
1: good thing they're losing all these close ones <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're the worst you know? I mean, just being real, the broncos are bad people will watch the nuggets and the clippers game <laughs>
0: yeah exactly That's yeah. always how it goes too yeah. but there were a bunch of twitter questions and replies i got to that poll that i wanted to hit on real quick let's do um, it we're gonna start trying to do more of these polls and stuff on the podcast, especially because votes gonna be run a lot more, and I like kind of bouncing these things off of them. But let's start with number one, Kaelin Darmo. He's a guy that I have actually been a friend of. He's a good, he's a good dude. Good dude, yeah, yeah. Old school writer, man. That dude's oh, been writing about the Nuggets as long as anybody has. But
1: follow him on Twitter by yeah. the way. He
0: uh, said, "No way, Charlotte deals their best player for anything less than Jokic, Murray, or Harris." Can't see, can't see either team biting. It's true. In a vacuum, Kemba Walker would require getting Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, or some kind of blue chip player. The fact that you have to send some kind of other money out and they want to attach a bad contract to it is why you will not have to send a guy like Jamal Murray, a guy like Gary Harris. Right,
1: if Charlotte's married to that idea, which I actually, I would have to reread this article. I don't know if, did Woj write that as a possibility or as the nature of that this trade? That is the
0: nature okay. of why he is yeah. on the trade would block you, is just for future financial flexibility. Which
1: I also think in his defense, Kalen wrote that he didn't see till later, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's still a but, good point. But, no, exactly. It's, it's a good launching point, right? That, that That's that's why you're talking about names like expiring contracts and Trey Lyles and not, because when you hear Kemba Walker, you think Harris Murray. It's It won't be those guys and you and I don't want them to nor do I think the team would ship either of those guys off.
0: Yeah, also Cameron Parker, at Cameron Parker PO on Twitter, he said, I think it would be phenomenal. Might be another guard, but the Nuggets would have a player willing to take the last shot. I love this argument. Cameron yeah. shouts to you because this is great. I The one, like the very first exact memory I have of Kemba, and there's other ones, but the real vivid one, is him taking that step back at UConn, oh, that oh, filthy yeah, crossover dude. to end up going in the national if, title. If you like basketball even a little bit, that is one of like the
1: 10 to 15 moments of the last decade I that was stands screaming, out
0: in losing it like Cardiac Kemba dude, Cardiac Kemba, man and This is a dude who lives for those moments
1: So I'm guessing that Cameron is less than thrilled With watching Will Barton
0: <laughs> Well, you gotta stop after Will Barton on the Demand
1: show. in ISO <laughs> 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 I'm acknowledging the Will Barton Hey, I myself am a big fan but, yes, in the fourth quarter, we've seen some frustrating possessions, some possessions in which the best player on the team, Nikola Jokic, is looked off sometimes yep. with favorable positioning and matchups. So if they're not going to be going to their star in the fourth I do like Will Barton. He is capable of winning some games. You definitely would prefer Cardiac Kembo in that situation. I
0: agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Wade Riley on Twitter as well. He actually sent like th- a nice little list of things for us to hit on. So first of all, he said the reason why is that we have no closer. We just hit on that. I agree entirely. Uh, Paul Millsap can be the closer, but he's obviously not functional as a player right now. So his hand yes. doesn't work. Clear. Yeah, yeah, We'd have a big three. I read this, and I was like, whoa. Didn't think about it that, that way. Th- that's true. Three and a half. Three and a half. That's the damn truth. Because Gary Harris needs to be in- included in that. But Kemba Walker, Nikola Jokic, Paul Millsap, Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, that's freakish. Oh, baby.
1: If Murray stays bought in in that scenario, that I mean... Yeah, that's a good basketball team. That's incredible. That's a very, oh very my good basketball god, team. god,
0: I would be ecstatic if yeah. that had that opportunity. And he also said clear money, which I agree with. That will be yet to be seen, depending on how the deal kind of breaks out. But I do agree that there is a way for the money to get opened up for the Nuggets by making a deal like this. And
1: again, we've made this point already, but just reiterate it, obviously the key factor in this deal when trying to do contract stuff, the highest priority for Denver financially is maxing out Jokic this summer. So. Yep. However this deal goes down, it just, has just to be done with that money. in mind. Yeah.
0: Just clear the money. I like this one as well. Young Gallo, at um, JJ Vega 17 on Twitter. Shout to him, big fan. N- yeah, I like him. Nuggets through the point guard, period. Also seeing Walker alongside Jokic will be awesome. Yes! God, Nikola Jokic and Kemba Walker have like all of the savvy, I'm smarter and better and more understanding than you. Like I just cannot wrap my head around if, about how much fun they would be together. If they
1: get paired up together, I'm going to get DHO tattooed across my chest. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Yeah. Because think about it this way. How many savvy players do the Nuggets have at that point? Let's see you get Kemba because you have Paul who who is one of the most skilled big men in the game. Nicole Jokic, who could be one of the most skilled big men in the game. You have Mason Plumlee who's one of the most skilled centers in the game as yeah. a backup as well. On top of that, like Gary Harris, all of a sudden, as a playmaker, a defender, a shooter, a scorer. Like this team can do anything. That would and be. Kemba Walker
1: would just add to it. Much, a must watch league pass team. That oh, would be, yeah. like, can't miss pass. I
0: watch the Hornets just because of Kemba anyway. Like, I mean, imagine if you added. Of this team, I, I, think, wa- I oh watch. I watch the Phoenix
1: Suns. So if you're gonna put Gemma Walker on the Nuggets,
0: I'm in. uh Wow, I don't know why I watch the Suns. That's a really rough life you must be living. You're <laughs> Just, really bored at home. Not, not a lot of friends. Don't get
1: out much. <laughs> I write about
0: the Nuggets for free. So. <laughs> Wesley Erickson also said, "Yes, there's a way to keep both Murris, Murray and Harris Murray. That's not a good nickname Murris. for the two of them. Murray to keep both Murray and Harris. I think he'd be huge in helping Murray develop and would help right away.
1: That's the big question. Would it be wow, you've brought in an awesome mentor, or would it be wow, you shut out a kid who like lost in the um oh I thought I wouldn't say his name lost in the Donovan Mitchell madness <laughs> is is how well Murray has played this year. Yes, this I agree. is a guy." like look is he a sure fire can't miss superstar like Mitchell appears to be maybe not but there's a good chance this kid develops into a plus plus player
0: absolutely so and I, I want to point out this other point because this guy Brent I am Brentimus on Twitter that's a great name Brentimus, Brentimus. but he actually replied to that to, to Wesley Erickson's tweet saying I was thinking it may hurt Murray's development Kemba would be a clear upgrade and would almost certainly start but what message does it send to a young point guard that up until a couple weeks ago who was playing some of the best basketball he's played is now on the Whoa, bench what's that guy's name that guy's name is I am Brentimus I am Brentimus you're asking the right question brother that's, that's the true. key question yeah. it is and I think that Jamal Murray will be okay because that dude is just too much of a competitor to not compete and I do think that he will he'll be pissed off and frustrated I'm not going to argue that but at, at a point he will learn that this is something to continue further in his development and actually help him have a little bit less pressure on him to do so
1: this does not seem to me and you and, you and I are people who are literally in the building it does not seem to me to be a team that is going to struggle with ego battles or clashes there you know every competitor is going to have that internal like drive and and frustration and I would expect Murray too, but for that to develop into a cancerous thing, I don't think that would happen.
0: Another one from John Man, he said, should they trade for him? Yes. Can they? Possibly. Will they? No. Nuggets are too enamored with mediocre players to pull the trigger on (laughs) trading several um, different players for a very good player. This is why I brought this up though. This is why it's important because the fans optics of the Nuggets is that they do not pull the trigger on big risk, high reward moves. That's why it's some point because this let's be very clear here the nuggets are as aggressive as any other team there is in free agency in the trade market and are on the phones as often as humanly possible this is a team that is always looking to better the entire organization in some capacity they are not lazy they are not just relying on who they have that is not the case They, but okay so that's how it's been it's how it's been it's how it's played out
1: yes you're right and that's the optics of it and this is like i got here and i was like wow this is a fan base that spent the last 10 years just like Digging themselves deeper into their own graves They're just so frustrated um, But I, I want to stress that they tried This front office has tried to be aggressive There are names that I was not even in favor Of them bringing in Guys like Kevin Love Like That was a done deal folks Like, they,
0: Oh yeah, you said the one yard line as in It got called back after being called a right. touchdown if, kind of if it
1: was up to the Nuggets, that thing's done So and My point isn't that that's a deal they should have done Or anything like that Rather than this team is being a little more aggressive Than the results seem to Uh to to make it seem. So, yeah, I mean... don't—they're gonna be doing their due diligence here. They've probably already called Charlie.
0: They are very good at this. And Tim yeah. Connolly is too bright of an individual. Arturo Sosa is too good of an evaluator. Like yeah. these guys are too smart to not be looking at all these things and understanding the optics. Like I hate to break it to you, as fans and as us for media, we are not as smart as the people who are being paid no. lots of money to build and run professional basketball no, teams. They so know what they're doing. Yeah. Believe it or not, they know what they're doing. Yeah. But I believe that's all I got. You got anything else, man?
1: Nah, dude. I think we would just be beating a dead horse at that the point. The the
0: Brendan, vote podcast. Hey, this was man.
1: awesome, man. Seriously, thanks for bringing me in. to be you're in the be studio. Stuck here a lot more, don't yeah, get used to my voice. Maybe even my mug. Follow me on Twitter at bvote422. All that Nuggets coverage you get from TJ, I'm gonna try to bring that same thing from another direction. So. Uh, hey, look! Mile High Sports is where you need to be getting your Nuggets coverage this season and going forward. So stick with us.
0: Yep, and I am at TJ McBride NBA on Twitter. There's a ton of good information up right now. Jeff Morton, King of Thornton himself, put up an article about how we need to stop babying Nikola Jokic and really honor him as a guy who is a star player and needs to be treated as such, even when he is playing badly. Um, there's a good, bad, and ugly up there from Duvalier Johnson. Superstar, I superstar Dev. I will also be getting up a update on Jamal Murray very soon, but. You listen to this podcast, it'll likely already be up.
1: I'll be down and out for the weekend, but I am thinking about writing on Wilson Chandler's defense and how I oh, think yeah. some of y'all might not be appreciating it as much as you should. Amen to that.
0: I think that's all we got, though. This is the Denver Your Daily Podcast. We will talk to you guys soon. Should I say hello? Or should I say that hell is low? Am I? On- I'm an African American. They sell drugs in the hood, but the man, he moved to medicine. He medicine. He'll prescribe you all man, for everything. A, a low stuffy nose, tell you get some clarity. You know I'm hip to it, and it's hard to claim the land with my great, great, great grands we ship to it. Look at technology, they call it downloading. I call it downsizing. Somebody follow me. Does a computer chip have an astrology? And when the f up, could it give you an apology? Could it- Shoulda say hello, I should've said goodbye. Try to understand how smart and how good am I It don't matter though, until we learn that the world don't turn right, we all ought to scatter though I know where I'm going even when it's dark And being let down that road.